Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, your host in the studio with my co-host, Paulette Stout, who's having some technical issues (laughs) over here, trying to share the show. If you're tuned in right now to the Horse Talk Show and, uh, and watching, please hit your share button and share to friends and family who would enjoy it. You can also check us out at thehorsetalkshownetwork.com. We've got a great show lineup for you today. We've got some wonderful guests both in and out of the studio. Uh, we're going to start off with news and then we're going to take it uh, over to Dr. Adam Kayot, who's going to talk a little bit on the phone about what happens at Ocala Breeder Sales and responsibility of the veterinarians there and the role that they play. Then we're going to have uh, Mandy Amos back on the show. She hasn't been on for a while. We're going to chat a little bit about her very successful career and also uh, how DAC, vitamins and minerals, plays a very important role in all of that. We're going to have a couple of segments with her and then Suzanne Pierce is going to give us an update on some of the latest supplements. Uh, You know, we started out with DAC years back uh, here as a sponsor of the show and, and they were supplements. They were vitamins and minerals and my gosh, have they added a slew of other wonderful products that partner up so well um, with what they already do for the inside of your horse, for the outside of your horse. So I think that's pretty awesome. We're going to close out the show with At Home with the Pirellis, with Pat and Linda Pirelli uh, for our, from our series. We're going to do episode number seven. To start with, a couple of quick shout-outs. Most of you know a couple of weeks ago, a few round pen panels fell on me. Um, I was quite painful, went to the chiropractor. Um, got adjusted, felt quite a bit better, but I just wasn't 100%. I had a few aches and pains. Um, so i got to do a shout-out for the Pulse Center of Ocala. I'll be there tomorrow for my break to lie there on the bed for an hour and be pulsed. If you haven't been pulsed before, you need to be pulsed. It's incredible. It's absolutely amazing. It is about 10 times stronger than a MagnaWave. I'm making that up. I have no idea how many times strong, strong it is in a MagnaWave, but it is much stronger than a MagnaWave, and I do love MagnaWave. I am not putting MagnaWave down at what all, does but it, it feel is like? much stronger. It's um, like a pulse, and it's amazing. But what, is it, what does it feel like? It's electromagnetic pulse, so it's like, depends on how high you can stand it. They turn you up as high as you can stand it. But you it. can feel it Oh, yes. Pulsing. And afterwards, it's unbelievable. I mean, you sleep better, mm-hmm. you move better. Mm-hmm. It, it is very, very therapeutic. It's absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. and it's helped me so much. So mm-hmm. uh, shout out for them. And also welcome Acres for your Acres. Uh, that is a newer, newer, I should say not new, but newer pest control company in our area that has fly and mosquito misting systems for your horses. Their new ads will start running uh, next week, but their fly misting systems are incredible, wonderful local people, and they are horse people. Uh, which is always an extra bonus, I think, when you're using any kind of service around your horses. Uh, He came out and sprayed my weeds already, which I was absolutely thrilled about, and killed off some fire ants, which I was also very glad about, and so were my puppies. So uh, welcome to them. Very excited to have them on board with us, and that is Sean Mosley. He's a great guy, uh, and he knows what he's doing. Years of experience, uh, insured, licensed, uh, and everything you need. So... Starting off with some news, the OBS sales been going on. Uh, I know that um, you know it, it, it's doing well, but it is doing well. A lot of the online bidding uh, is happening, which we sort of expected a little bit with this sale, the combination of the heat and also uh, a lot of the, uh, the virus scares that are going on currently. And we're fortunate today, the news reported that a lot of the numbers are wrong. Uh, on the virus, so we're very relieved about that, and uh, we certainly are looking good in Ocala, Marion County at the moment. We grieve every lost life during this COVID-19 pandemic, but we're very fortunate to only have 15 uh, people that have lost their lives out of 368,000, so we feel that's a miracle, and we hope to keep uh, moving forward to being completely reopened and everybody being healthy again. Are they wearing masks at OBS? I haven't had a chance to go over. I think it's still optional because we don't have a mask ordinance, thankfully. So that means it's um, 
it's optional. Outside, I would think not. Probably mm -hmm. inside, people are. Mm -hmm. uh, the Th Florida Thoroughbred Breeders and Owners Association, FTBOA, has announced its Florida Bred Champions for 2019. For the 16th time in FTBOA history, Charlotte Weber was honored with the Florida Bred Champion that was bred by <laughs> Live Oak Stud and owned by her Live Oak Plantation, Global Access. So congratulations, he was named the Florida Bred Champion three-year-old Colt or Gelding. Uh, and Live Oak Stud was also named the Florida Breeder of the Year for the third time and the leading owner by Florida Bred Earnings for the fourth time. So congratulations to Charlotte Weber and her team. At least there's no sediment on the bottom, I'm just saying. <laughs> Blue Haven Farm Starship Jubilee, heroine of last year's uh, G1 EP Taylor was named champion older female <laughs> and champion female turf horse, bred by William P. Soren. I can't take her anywhere. <laughs> Not even on the radio show. The seven-year-old mare received sovereign awards at Canada's Horse of the Year and champion female turf force in 2019. Shooting star thoroughbreds Chancet garnered the champion two-year-old Colt or Gelding. Uh, and KP Dreaming was named the Florida Red champion two-year-old filly. You can check out the rest of those results uh, on the FTBOA's website. Kathleen O'Connell and Safi Joseph Jr. tied with 58 Florida bred wins at Florida tracks, while O'Connell was also the leading Florida trainer of Florida breds by black type stakes. Um, so congrats to all. Uh, and as I said, you can go and get the rest of those results at the FTBOA site. Um, and we always love hearing about our Florida breds. Uh, in the racing world. Um, the COVID-19 pandemic, of course, has presented some unparalleled challenges in the horse sports all around, uh, it, across the industry. Uh, and FEI actually released a 2019 annual report saying that horse sport is an unprecedented situation that could not possibly have been envisioned 12 months ago. I don't think any of us imagined we would be uh, in no. a situation like this or in a pandemic. Uh, the horse community definitely is suffering and there is no doubt that this is probably the biggest challenge that they've ever been confronted with in the horse industry as it is for many industries. Uh, our focus here of course is on the horses and you know we've seen a lot of that in, in yep. all breeds and all disciplines mm -hmm. um, and the challenges trying yep. to, um, mm -hmm. to work around it and, and, and to do the best thing for everybody, keeping everybody safe. Um, and always um, trying to promote the sport and keep it as safe as we yes, possibly absolutely. can. Uh, in North Carolina, very sadly, uh, most of you have probably heard about the Corolla wild horses. Um, yeah. I've actually always wanted to go and see them. Uh, and uh, they really want to implore the public to follow their advice after a yearling colt passed away last Friday. The young horse, Danny, died after choking on an apple, which is very sad. And they are presuming that that apple came from a human. Um, you know, I know it's very tempting when you see these lovely horses and you've got a snack or two. Um, you want to, you know, to give mm -hmm. them a treat, but you mustn't because these are wild horses that are only used to eating grass out there, nothing else. Um, mm -hmm. So this was a, a very young horse, not used to eating really anything, you know, Other like that, that ever, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and so um, very sad uh, to hear that the group is calling um, to the public to report any violations to authorities if they uh, happen to see that going on. So um, very important. You can check them out on their website at the Corolla Wild Horse Funds. Uh, and their mission is to protect, conserve, and responsibly manage the herd of these Spanish Mustangs uh, who are used to only digesting natural beach grasses. They don't even get any DAC. <laughs> so oh boy. they need all the help we can get. Um, and there's only about a hundred of them, I think. I was going to ask you how many. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tom said we have to go to break, so we have to go to break. We're going to come right back with Dr. Adam Kayot. Stay with us.
name jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our Facebook broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest, Alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, in the studio with me, co-host Paulette Stout, and joining us by phone from Peterson and Smith, we have Dr. Adam Kayot with us. Dr. Kayot, welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you very much. Lovely to have you with us. Um, we are going to chat a little bit about OBS, or Ocala Breeder Sales, uh, where we have, I think, five or, I think five sales total a year happen, actually, at OBS of a variety of ages of mm. um, horses, race horses, thoroughbreds, mm -hmm. and um, at the moment we're having our last two-year-old in-training sale uh, of the year for OBS, and I know that the veterinarian's role there is very, very important. Actually, I recently heard about a horse from the last sale that actually was sent back because he turned out to be a cribber. So I know right. there's a number of things that people are looking for when they're going to purchase, whether it's online or in person. I know there's a lot of online going on, especially sure. at this sale. Can you tell us a little bit about the role that you play at OBS? Well, as a veterinarian at OBS, um, our job comes in uh, kind of in two phases. So prior to the sale of the horse, um, there's the repository. And so the repository is the um, body at the sales pavilion that holds the x-rays of the horse. So. So prior to the sale of the horse, and, and, and in this case, we're talking about two-year-olds. So after their breeze, um, they are, um, you're encouraged to x-ray them. And those x-rays then go into the repository. So that, that's one part of our, uh, of our job. So you don't have, as a, as, a, as a seller, you don't have to x-ray your horse. But if you don't put your x-rays in the repository, good luck selling it. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, so we tend to um, X-ray the horse uh, post breeze, and then my job would be to read those X-rays and let the seller or the owner of the horse know: Are there any um, any problems or any abnormalities uh, on the X-rays? Generally, we also scope them. So, endoscopic exam. Um, where we're looking at the larynx and uh, of, of the throat, and we're looking at the um, epiglottis. We're looking at the arytenoids, which are, which is the structure in the back of the throat that um, <clears throat> keeps air going down the airway and food going down the esophagus. And <laughs> and, and and obviously a racehorse, they need to be able to get as much air as they can. So we we look at the function of that and make sure that there's no abnormalities that would preclude them from being successful in their job, which is to be a racehorse. Right. Those are the two main things that we look at as in in the thoroughbred sales world. You uh, veterinarians aren't generally doing flexion tests and listen to hearts and that sort of thing, though we can do it. Um, if asked, but it's not a typical um, typical procedure that you do there. So that's that's for the seller. So um, then sales day comes, and we kind of switch hats, and we we generally work for the buyer then. So you're interested in a horse, you know, hip number one hundred, say, and that buyer will then send you to look at the X-rays that are the repository and read them and um, may or may not have you scope the horse as well, even though the horse has already been scoped. Um, just it's in your best interest to, you know, it, it never hurts to have um, two opinions. Nice. So um, um, that's kind of the hat we are put on, we, we put on at that point. So then we're working for um, the, the, the buyer in that, in that regard. Um, Certainly, you try not to have conflict of interest where you were reading the x-rays that the seller had. You try to avoid that um, if you can. Um, at right. Peterson Smith, it makes it nice to be able to do that because we do have multiple veterinarians. So if somebody happened to, um, you know, uh, x-ray, if I happen to x-ray a horse and read it already, then I may pass the baton to oh, you know, Dr. Riggs or Dr. Right. Russell or whoever to say, hey, I, I already did this horse. Can you look at it? Um, 
and that or gives I them that gives them a second opinion as well. That's and, right. That's and it right. also right. means that you're if you have a very you know cl close relationship with the seller, it's not putting you in a questionable position. That's right. That's right. right. That's that right. makes sense. That's right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't put you in what we call conflict of interest. Right. Um, so we try to avoid we try to avoid those those situations. Right. Um, so, and again, sometimes I'll have clients have me look and evaluate um, the horse, uh, you know, uh, physically, confirmationally, that sort of thing. Um, certainly, uh, stallions, we, we check and make sure they aren't a crypt orchid. Um, we check their eyes uh, typically when we scope them and make sure they don't have any uh, severe abnormalities in their eyes or anything like that. So, so that is our job. Now, you mentioned the cribbing situation earlier on. Now, if a horse is a cribber, it must be disclosed. Mm -hmm. So, as the as the as the horse is coming to the ring, the announcer will say, "This horse is a cribber." You got to pay attention <laughs> uh, because they have a lot of verbiage and they put it in there, and you have to pay attention. Um, but if it's not disclosed and this horse is a crib, you know, you get it home and this horse is a cribber, then you have, it is in your right to return the horse. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, right now, um, uh, in, in cases other than that, pretty much when the hammer falls, the horse is sold. Right. Um, in the old days, it used to be a little bit different with OBS because they didn't have a repository. So you actually x-rayed the horse. The buyer actually x-rayed the horse after Afterwards. they bought I remember the horse. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of them returned. Yeah, yeah. and then you, then you had the right to, quote, it was, you know, anything that would affect racing performance was the verbiage used. Um, then could be up for discussion as to whether that horse gets returned or no I sale. I like it much better this way because that way really the people are, are set, you know, on the they horse. Because they their... get buyer's remorse exactly. and they return them for well, probably Well, I agree. I agree with you. And, much you know, better. and everything's mm -hmm. there. And, you you know, you don't, you don't run into the problems where you have, like, arbitration where, well, I think it's going to affect this horse. And this person says, well, I don't think it's going to affect this horse. And now you, then you have to go and have a, you know, have a meeting and a powwow with the powers that be, right. and you get you get a panel of veterinarians, and they basically vote yes or yay or nay, and then one side wins and one side loses, and it's just a, it's kind of a hassle. Yes, um, yes, much better. So this this cut out the that that sort of thing, you know, um, which is nice. And um, but but yeah, that's kind of the way um, the veterinarians' role is um, as far as the thoroughbred sales go. And do the veterinarians, you mentioned the breeze a couple of times, which is the, 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 the under-tax uh, part of the sale where the horse mm -hmm. actually breezes on the track if it is a horse that's of training age. Um, right. Is that something that they ever ask veterinarians to have a look at as far as the seeing the horses move in action, or, or is that usually not part of your scope of work? That's usually not part of our scope of work. Um, you know, obviously the, the times are all posted and listed, and that's kind of what anybody is really concerned about. You know, if, if they get down there and they're super fast, but their legs are going 400 different directions, people don't really care. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they just wanted to get to the end of the breeds as fast as they can. Right. And, and um, certainly some horses, some horses are more business than others. And you can definitely tell that, but typically those, those decisions are left up to the trainer or, or, you know, the owner that's, or the, or the buyer that's, that's, you know, looking at the horse, they're going to make that decision off because obviously those things are all on video you can go up and you know whoever you you can pull up any hit number and watch their breeze on, on the computer these days and and so that doesn't really um we don't really play too much of a role in that now right. now we do have a veterinarian there for you know drug tests post breeze um that are test. that are you know obviously there and yeah. um yeah and of course <laughs> Um, they're there for if there's any catastrophic Dr. injury or anything Dr. like K, that. Dr. K, our time getting the wrap-up sign. I just have to quickly apologize to you because you are a DMV today instead of a DVM. You are the Division of Motor <laughs> Vehicles. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, well. you deserve all the details, titles you details. can get. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Great information as always, Dr. Adam Kayok, DVM from Peterson and Smith, Equine <laughs> Hospital. We'll be right back with Mandy Amos. Stay with uh. us.
Thank Bye. you. This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the Horse Talk Show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs, enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus a hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now! This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard owner of Larson Farms is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. We've got somebody watching from Australia. We're back. Quiet. <laughs> Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with me, Paulette Stout, my co-host, and joining us now, Mandy Amos. Um, and i got to just say hi, Val. Um, we have a, a good morning from down under. I guess you're down under. How's the weather? <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> Mandy, it's lovely to have you back on the show with us. Thank you. Um, want to talk a little bit about you. Uh, I read a neat little story about the first oh horse that you started, Cherokee. Okay, yes. When you were 10. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tell us the story. Well, I had just sold my horse, Nutmeg, before Nutmeg? that. That's my cat's name. <laughs> Good name. <laughs> I just sold Nutmeg, and... My mom took me shopping for a new horse. So we found a four-year-old little app pony. She's about about 14 hands and green broke and had a baby by her side. So parents were gonna take the baby, I get the little app horse. So everything's great and take her home and she was a sassy little pony. Um, sassy, sassy, sassy appy all day long. And I swear, like, some of those summers, I cried every night because that's what we did as a family. We tacked up our horses when our parents got home from work, and we rode. And that pony would try and bring me back to the barn and um, just sassy. I'd cry, and my mom would make me ride her, make her do what I wanted. And then after just miles and miles and wet saddle pads, she came around, and we'd be practicing the barrels, the poles, and the speed events. And it's like one day she just clicked, and my sister Kim says, Mandy, that looked really good, and I'm trotting around the barrels, and I don't know what I'm doing, but by golly, we got to turn these three three cans out here. And she did really good, and just kept getting better. And then we, um, I think it was one Sunday, my family and my parents took us out to see our first uh, up north. They called it Jim Canna's. Um, that's, that's what, what it was called. In England. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people down here at speed shows, but we got to go watch our first Jim Canna. Love that. And we just thought it was the coolest thing. So like whoa you win ribbons you get to go fast I mean what's not to love and so we started practicing and we started going and this is when I lived in Vermont so we started um, we borrow a truck and trailer and we'd like take one load of horses there camp out there and then the parents would go back and get more because there's five kids to, and our parents so I mean we were busy and we'd ride these ponies and horses and um, at first it was a little rocky you know um, 
didn't do the best and then Cherokee just over the years just got better and better and then probably when I was a teenager um, she's me and my sister Becky she had Apache a little paint horse and I had Cherokee and Apache and Cherokee yeah. <laughs> and they were just awesome you know we'd go to these gym canos around the house and we had since then moved to New York and we'd clean up they did really well you know we'd get tons of ribbons and um, we we're like little team to beat, and Cherokee, she was a go-getter. I'd well, that is the cowboy and Indian stage. Yeah, and all we did, we thought it was cool. We went to a rodeo. We saw Roman riding, so we had to stand yes. up on the back of our horses yes. and lope these things around. Um, Roman I mean, riding is neat. We had the life growing up, you know. We lived out on some dirt roads, and I'd take Cherokee to work when I was, I don't remember what age. Uh, I got my first job working at Walker's when I was 14, so younger than that, I'd ride Cherokee to a dairy farm every day and go um, bring the milk cows to the farm to get milk. I'd tie her up. And, oh, I love this story. And then I would um, let her eat her breakfast on the hay wagon she was tied to, and then I'd go feed the dairy calves and all the, all the baby cows. And I didn't really milk the cows. I was a little intimidated by that. And then I'd pack up Cherokee at the end of the morning and ride the milk cows back out to the field. And they would scatter. Like, you know, going to the farm, they want to get milked and relieved. On the way back, they would scatter. So a little Cherokee, she got trained where she'd just cut back and forth and push the whole herd out. Every now and then I'd get yelled at, Mandy, you went too far. And how many hands? Little, right? Pony? 14 hands. 14 yeah. hands. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my little brother, he'd uh, ride double with me, and we'd, he'd help me. I made $10 a week. $10 a week. <laughs> you rich. I, I was. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. And then when my brother started helping, I got 15 bucks. Oh, to pay him too right so. <laughs> um, and then we started team panning and sorting and then we went to our first legit jackpot barrel race and i believe it was at wendy chestnuts one of the first ones we went to and um and that's before the nbha yeah well but we didn't gosh we never went to an nbha um we started some of the little jackpots and then we realized you could win money <laughs> <laughs> NBHAs, um, Wendy Chestnut had the weekly series, we started going to Pond Hill, and then we discovered team penning and sorting, and that was just amazing. But Cherokee, she dominated at the Little Jim Cannas, and she dominated at the Little Barrel Racing. I won my first belt buckle at Wendy Chestnut's Arena on her, little 2D youth buckle. I was so proud. And then the team penning, I, first year team penning, we went up there, oh, and my mom paid my entry fees. She paid my entry fee, and we won, it was 15 bucks to team pen per person, and we won probably a couple hundred bucks. And you know, when you're making 10 bucks a week yes. to win. Like, I'm rich, right? I'm rich. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a job, you know? <laughs> and so I'd won money, and then mom's like, well, here's your entry fee back. I'm like, 15 bucks, that's it? She's like, well, I paid the entry fee, I paid the fuel. And from <laughs> then on, I was like a little calculator. I'm like, okay. I'll pay all my entry fees, I'll pay fuel, and little Cherokee, she dominated everywhere we went. Um, the first year team penning, we won the novice year-end title for the individual team penner. Um, she ran off with the points, we did really good, and then we won the champion team, so we got two belt buckles. Oh my gosh. So that year, the first money events, we won um, three belt buckles and a bunch of money. And that was really cool because my little brother could ride her after and anybody could win on her. So she's a special little pony. How fantastic. Yeah. And she could even go in a trail class. We went to a big show in um, New Jersey or Connecticut somewhere and there was pleasure and trail classes and I took her in. I didn't know a lead. I didn't know if I was on the right lead or left lead. <laughs> and I took her through a little trail class. I was watching all these people with this fancy tack and silver on their saddles and I'm like, Cherokee can do all that, you know, weave the poles backwards, go in the little box, turn a circle, pick up the lead, open the mailbox. I'm like, I can do that. And Cherokee, she dominated. I got fourth out of like 50 entries. <laughs> She's just a cool little pony. She did everything. Aww. And then her latest thing, when we sold her, she did uh, mounted cowboy shooting and she lit... She's still alive, I believe, right here in Ocala. Are you serious? But she's got to be old. Um, wow. If I was nine or ten, and she, I think she was four when I got her, I mean, mm. she's got to be a little little up there. Yeah. Not, not like I'm throwing out my age. <laughs> Funny. So. How cool is that? Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so then kind of what moved you on to decide that you wanted to be a trainer and teach other people? and 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 Because and, that's a big, that's a step from doing it yourself to... Yeah, well, just growing up in the household kind of started it. My sisters all excelled at sports. I mean, my sisters were MVP basketball, baseball. They mm -hmm. rocked. Me, 
in gym class, coach was always calling me Becky and yelling at me. I'm like, I'm not Becky, and I'm not listening. Hey, listen, this was things and to be cold. From school, and I'd go ride all my horses and all my sister's horses and my mom's horses and tune them up and get them going. And then we'd all barrel race together, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. So from the, even in high school, I'd take it, I'd buy a little horse or something and attempt to sell it and live in, like train it, get it better and sell it. And that was a learning lesson. And then I'd get in some to ride. I mean, back then, I think if I got like two, 200 a month or 300 a month, it that was, was, that was it was training right. That was good, yeah, you know. Was good money. We had our own hay field, so we'd bale mm -hmm. our own hay, you know, fifty cents a bale up there. Oh nice grass gosh. hay. <laughs> I was mm -hmm. looking at my old checkbook and I'm like, ten bales of hay, fifty cents a piece. So I just loved riding and making better horses and oh I can get this doing a little better, um, just handling on the ground or riding and then um, riding other people's horses. I just loved it. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I went from there. So you may be wondering why we've had the DAC logo up uh, during this and we also uh, wearing the wonderful DAC shirt because um, Mandy is a DAC rider. And in the next segment coming back, we are going to have Suzanne Pierce with us and we are going to talk a little bit more about the next stage uh, of Mandy's life and all of her achievements and how DAC plays a role uh, in all of those accomplishments. So stay with us. Uh, the second half of the Horse Talk Show is coming up. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxes USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxes USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera, and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. <laughs> With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms. They are our Facebook broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio. I have guest co-host Suzanne Pierce back. Yay. Long time. There's less of her. We've been talking about that. Less is more. <laughs> I'm Mandy Amos. Uh, I get it all. <laughs> Uh, who we've been talking to, top barrel racer, trainer, uh, MR performance horses. She is a DAC sponsored rider and um, DAC plays a huge role in her success. Uh, DAC vitamins and minerals and Suzanne of course is the rep. So we're going to talk to Suzanne in the segment after this about some of the products so you can learn a little bit more uh, about especially the newer items they've added. But we've just been talking to Mandy um, about her life and the cute little Cherokee and Apache story was great. And, uh, <laughs> Jim Carners in England were my absolute favorite thing to, to go to as a kid, so love to hear that. But kind of on to the next stage, um, your husband, right, Rex? Yes, yep. And then there's an addition in 2015. Yeah. Oh, right? addition, yeah. Um, Rory Lynn Amos. Yes. And most people know her as the Adventures of Rory. Yes. Or sass. Or sass, because there's a lot of sass. We right? need her she in here next time. From her dad. Oh, she'd love it. 
Oh, it would be so fun. Yeah. You can, she might be scared of Paula. Yeah. I'll be at Publix, and somebody will be like, oh, Rory, hi. And I'm like, really? We can talk about their horse, and I can figure out who they are. But everybody knows Rory, yeah. Yep. That's yeah. pretty cute. And she, so she's five. Uh, she'll be five in December. Wow. And yeah. she's riding? Oh, she rides, yeah. And she <laughs> actually had her first little pony, Barbie. Barbie. Very Dak-powered. Barbie loves Dak. That was Barbie. <laughs> We need yes. pictures. Yeah. We need pictures. Oh, Barbie. Yeah. Mandy has a yeah. story about that. Her first pin hook, we got her for her for Christmas. It was her first year. She we just turned a year old. And she got Barbie. And Barbie was this sassy little pony. And she won a belt buckle. Well, she's two yep. years old at um, her first little kid rodeo. She won a belt buckle. Aww. Rex and Rory and they what won first the two first rodeos and then the second one they got beat by a smidgen. Um, you know, Rex said, step it up there. <laughs> Maybe if you have I don't know. Um, but Rory just recently sold Barbie a couple months ago. She put a big chunk of money in the bank and she bought my favorite horse cash. So you she bought cash. Yeah. And she did. Everybody's like, she didn't buy cash. She did. I made her pay the $500, and Rex offers it back every day. <laughs> so, Daddy would, right? You know, she misses Barbie. She talks about her a little bit, but she loves cash. So it used to be she'd be like, what's your name? Rory Lynn is riding Barbie, and now it's Rory Lynn is riding Sweet Baby Cash. Aw, <laughs> so, bless her. Yeah, yeah we got to get her in here. Yeah. Yes. I bet she'd Definitely. be so fun to interview. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have a good time, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah. So talk a little bit now, you know, team penning, um, barrel racing, um, trail riding, all kinds of, um, of fun stuff uh, that you, you're involved in. Um, tell us how Dak has and is playing a role in your success and, and what you find the difference with the products is. Okay, well, Suzanne had first talked to me in 2014, and I was just getting my feet wet in the pro rodeos. Um, and she had talked to me and talked to me and talked to me, and I'd shut her down every time. And she says, well, why don't you try this? And I'm like, no, no. And we tried racing formula. And I had Max, Maximum Gold, and he was pretty new to the pro rodeos. I was brand new to the pro rodeos. Um, he had had some chances locally and didn't make it as much as some would have liked. And... Um, we just started hauling him. The first rodeo I took him to, uh, we won a check, and he did really well. And then we were hauling hard all summer. And Suzanne's like, you know, if you put him on this. And I had him in a strict training program, you know. Um, but he'd leave out Friday night, and we'd get home Sunday morning, and I'd give him a day off and then get right back riding, keep him fit, keep him strong, keep him on his toes. Um, the race and formula helped him have that competitive edge. And then I'd run him on the race booster paste. Um, that was really good for him. And a little bit of DAC oil to keep that good shine and just that little extra fluff on. He was an easy keeper. Um, but, so I've, I've used all the products. If they make it, I have tried it. <laughs> Some horses, they all have different needs. So right. um, the most of it health. with barrel horses and roping horses, that's what we have. Um, cool Guts, my by far the most used product. And the DAC and we, oil. By the way, just to for a minute, we are going to be airing some videos here while Mandy's talking um, of her riding. They're okay. really fantastic. So um, <laughs> if you're watching us on Facebook, um, you know, you'll enjoy those. Yeah. And then some of the videos you will see is probably Bam Bam um, running at some rodeos. Now him, I got him in the barn as a three-year-old. He came off the track, mostly thoroughbred, snorting fire. I mean, a handful. He lived on Com B for how many years? Oh, yeah. Com year four-year-old year he did he'd get a couple scoops of the combi every day in his food and then he would get the com paste um before i'd run him and by golly you could give him a full paste of the com paste and then over the years we just slowly weaned it down and i could probably give him racing formula now he doesn't really need that um he's kind of got that thoroughbred edge to him anyhow but um bam loves the cool gut he gets the cool gut in the dda and a little DAC oil. That really helps with the competing horses, it especially does. for things it like does, yeah. and, and I mean, you're putting so much pressure on them. You know, there's sometimes we've got to run at a rodeo and make two runs, and they got to do it. And um, I've never once had the vet out and be like, this thing's got ulcers, Mandy. Or, you know, every now and then I might get a new one in the barn, and we'll go ahead and treat it for ulcers, and then they're immediately put on the cool gut. Um, 
So, but over the years and them developing the babies, it's cool to watch. I send Suzanne pictures yeah. of them progressing. You know, we might get this two-year-old that's been turned out in the field and then just getting in a program and getting trained and muscled and the feed program changes. Um, and then, you know, them blooming. Um, Mandy does a great <laughs> job of um, sending me and putting a lot of, you know, she's got a great feed program and I think she, you know, Dak has just enhanced, you know, she knows what her horses needs. Like she, what she said is every horse is different. And that's so true. And feeding good quality hay, that's number one. Um, yeah. and, and that is the most important thing. And that's what I always tell people. Our products are there to help enhance Enhance, the health Mm -hmm. of the horse. So, like she said, her her horses are competing, and the Cool Gut has been a big. So when we came out with that, she's always had them on the DDA. Um, But she'll send me great pictures of these ones that she'll get in, and they need to do a little growing up and blossoming. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, in 30 days, she's sending me pictures, and it's like... I don't even... even yeah. look the same yeah. and it's like you know yeah. it's amazing she does a great job and you know we're really proud to have her as one of our DAC powered pros that's that's our new um for the, pro- the ones that, pro- yeah. I like I that I get used to that yeah, yeah. there are DAC powered pros we've changed we've changed it up and we've changed a couple of things with DAC so you know it's been really really cool that's really right. exciting really super proud of her she's done you know, because she was one that didn't believe in, they were just... Nothing. Nothing. Shut you down. Joy supplement. I had tropical depression. Yeah. I think we bought him as like 17, 18 years old or something. I think he's maybe 18 or 19. He won his first pro rodeo. It was my first pro rodeo win. And I mean, it's just, it's amazing. He was on the joint supplement and he was, I'm sure he was on the cool gut too. And definitely the racing formula. It's but, amazing. Um, we got to go to break. I have a feeling little Rory's going to be um, uh, a <laughs> pro too. Yeah. Uh, very soon. We'll be back in just a minute. We're going to uh, have Mandy and Suzanne with us for another segment. We're going to talk a little bit about DAC products. We'll be right back on the Horse Talk Show. Stay with us. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. The Equine Performance Center Ocala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. This show is sponsored in part by Innova Wellness Spa, committed to providing the best, most advanced options available in the beauty and wellness for their valued patients. Find them on the web at InnovaWellnessSpa.com or like them on Facebook now to learn more about their non-invasive aesthetic enhancement procedures for the most amazing results. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, in the studio with a couple of special guests. Um, we kicked Paulette out for a minute, um, but she's enjoying watching. And uh, I'm thrilled, uh, brought to you by DAC Vitamins and Minerals. I have both Suzanne Pierce here, who's one of our guest co-hosts, 
and also Mandy Amos here in the studio. We've been talking about Mandy's success and how um, DAC plays a really, really big role in that and the difference that she sees in just a few weeks um, when she uses the products. I can do a personal endorsement because I have been using DAC for how many years, Suzanne? Five, yeah, probably, probably. Five, yeah, five or six, yeah. Um, and I am very, very, very fortunate to still have my thirty-five-year-old horse uh, living, <laughs> and um, and he is absolutely wonderful, Sunny. And I'm very thankful for um, the DDA and the joint supplement, uh, and and so many other products, the electrolytes and the Bloom, um, which, which certainly his life would not be the quali quality that it is without. Um, but I want Suzanne to tell us a little bit about some of the products, and we have one here, pre-buff. Yes, this is one of our newest products, and it has been in the works for, oh, I'd say a couple of years now. And the difference between DAC and other companies, and, and it's taken us a long time to come out, and that's why it takes us a long time to come out with new products, is because we have to go through such a regimen of, because we're part of NAS, the National Animal Supplement Council. So everything has to be approved. There has to be a lot of testing done, and then our nutritionist has to, you know, they have to send off the labels, and everything has to be approved by NASC and before we can come out with anything um, because we give you a guaranteed analysis and we use high-quality ingredients. So that's... You can trust that what it says is in the product is, is really it. in the product. And we are vet-recommended um, because we have so many vets that recommend our products. So the pre-buff, this is one of our newest products, and it's been in the works for a couple years. Um, this is a great product for horses that are competing, that they're on the road, um, because as we know, we had talked about it earlier, hay is the most important thing. Well, if you're on the road and say you're traveling or you're doing a lot of competing and you, your horse is standing there, well, after just a little while of it not having anything in its stomach, it's going to, about, after about an hour, they'll start to have lesions. And then after about, I think it's four hours, they can become bleeding lesions. So we know what those are. So what we came out with is our pre-buff. Um, you feed 30 cc's, even though I have my glasses on. So you're feeding 30 <coughs> cc's, which is about this much. Mm -hmm. And you give them 30 cc's of that, um, probably about 30 minutes before, whether you're trailering or competing. And what it will do is it will buffer their stomach for at least four to six hours. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's been, I mean, the, the feedback that I've gotten has been amazing. What it is is it's cal um, calcium and um, theranine, um, so, which is an amino acid. And we use a form of calcium, which is calcite, which comes from, it's kind of a honeycomb shape. And what comes from um, red algae. So it's a, a marine base. So you're getting the calcium, and which is also great for bones, and the amino acid, which helps with gut health. So this will actually buffer the stomach for um, four to six hours. Wow, so that would be great if I'm getting ready to take uh, all my young ones to go work at the barrel pen. Exactly. So half hour before I even load them on the trailer. Because mm -hmm. some of them, you know, I'm hauling a stud, a filly, and a gelding. Yeah. You know, plus bam, bam. So right. if you're hauling up the road 30 minutes or an hour, it's going to work both for the trip and Absolutely. And so, you know, a lot of people use a lot of other different things and that can eliminate because, you know, 30 cc's, I mean, it's so cost effective. 30 cc's, which, you know, is this much. I'm yeah. just trying to show it. I mean, for... Yeah. So this is going to last a long time. And what does Absolutely. this cost? Um, this is... Oh, you had to ask Threw me you right that. Under you did. Yes. I think it's around... $55 if that, 50 reasonable. Very 52 reasonable. So worth and it. And like this, if you were feeding um, feeding it to like one horse and you were just, you know, this is, you don't have to feed this every day. It just, you know, so basically 90 days, mm -hmm. you know, so I mean, oh, wow. that's, yes. yeah. Does it's $58 very, sound Okay. I didn't know she was going to ask me that yeah. price. I wasn't prepared for that yeah. one. I mean, it's just so reasonable, and for what it does, for the quality of ingredients that is that's in it, um, all you have to do is make sure that you shake it up really, really well. Okay, um, settles a little bit. Yeah, because it, it you know, and, and well, I'm gonna be taking this we, gallon home. You might be. So with <laughs> Me this, too. <laughs> well, basically, we'll have to ruffle this up. Um, 
so what it will do, you know, because it, will, it balances the pH level. Because the pH level, you know, you don't want it too low because that's not good. And, you know, so it's basically the pH level in the horse's um, stomach should be anywhere from four to six, five to six. So this will balance it. And so that's what keeps them. I just came back from the Big A. Um, it's a big quarter horse show in um, Georgia in Conyers. And um, I had one person use it. People have been using it. And they, I mean, they saw me walking around with it and they stopped me and they, <laughs> they were, were like, like, oh my God, <laughs> like, oh my God <laughs> that product is so awesome. It works great. I have, I have six of my horses on it. Um, I had one, she had just, she had just purchased it and she was like, her horse, her daughter's horse was like a complete, she only gave it one time, a completely different horse showing. She was yeah, like, that stuff incredible. is amazing. Yeah. That's wonderful. So, and we've yeah. been showing some products actually up here on the screen that are, that are just absolutely wonderful products that, that if you're joining us actually on the Facebook, on the TV style, um, you actually have been able to see some of the pictures of the DDA. Um, the the um, the joint one, which is so wonderful. The DDA is fabulous. Absolutely, for, just for DDA. keeping your horse. Stomach. Horses, yes. like our our nutritionists will always say, D every horse every day DDA. DDA. Yes. That's, that's now, so with well. using this product, is it still the same? Like, I'm going to keep Bam on the cool guy. Yes. And because you're only. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So this and is in addition. It's in addition. Yeah. Okay. Because you're only using this. Just yeah. It, I would it's only. It's not do something it, that yeah. you're going to feed. You don't yeah. have to feed it every yeah. day. But yeah. I mean, for me, know, it's for like, okay, we're taking the babies out to the mm -hmm. practice. I gotta ask you about her going to a rodeo. The Herbal Respond. I'm not familiar with that one. The Herbal Respond is for um, pain and inflammation. It's kind of, um, it's an all natural, um, but I will tell you that it is, it will test in, um, sure I mean, they horses. would have to, yeah, they would have to eat 15 pounds of it. But <laughs> <laughs> and if your horse is eating 15 pounds of that, or want to be showing it you're not going to be wanting to ride it but yeah the herbal respond is an all-natural um pain for pain and inflammation it's much stronger than our yucca um but like i said it will test so those horses that are showing fei or uscf you know um or anything that you're they're going to be testing um not be using it and if you know a, a lot of people will use it as a maintenance um, a lot of, um, I do have a lot of the barrel racers that will use it. I used it, well. it the one year I would got first gotten it to try it. We had this big gelding. We were getting ready to go to the 4th of July show up in Perry, and he'd stock up in the stalls. I mean, he had, like, tree trunks for legs anyhow, a big, solid gelding. And we started on him on the Herbal Respond and yeah. took him up there. And, I mean, night and day difference because you're in a stall, like, and if they're not used to being yeah. it, yeah. And he wasn't used to coming into a stall yeah. every day, you know. That's yeah. And the, and a couple of the other products, um, uh, and, and I know we're going to be close here to the end, probably yeah. a minute away, because time flies when you're having fun. Um, but, yes, look at that, one minute, how about that? Um, I just want to say that, you know, um, DAC, uh, incredible the way that you can adjust things. So during the summertime, I might use a little bit less oil, a little bit less bloom for my 27 and 35 year olds. What's wonderful is in the winter when the grass goes down a little bit and they start to drop weight and I up my hay, I also up my bloom and up my oil and it works. Yep. I mean, it just, it works and incredible that also to add to those um, products, the poultices, the fly sprays, the shampoos. The hoof all therapy in, is yes, great. Yes, the hoof therapy is yeah. all incredible Citronella products. spray is an mm -hmm. all-natural mm -hmm. and is very affordable. Uh, we've just changed our formulation for our racing formula. We've added chromium to it. So we're constantly doing something to better our products and increase their, I mean, and one thing about it is research is done on everything. I mean, our nutritionists don't put anything in our products that there isn't research into every ingredient. Thank you both so much for Thank being Thank you for having us. Fun. You both need to come back much more often and we're gonna get Rory back. Um, <laughs> your horse will be much better if he's uh, DAC powered. DAC makes a world of difference. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. 
Paul makes it simple with no pressure. The best sales staff and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by TT Distributors on West Highway 40. Stock up for summer and fly season now with fly masks, fly control and spray, vaccines, and all you need for a Florida summer. Tons of farrier supplies, healthcare, and stable supplies at TT Distributors. Like them on Facebook or online at ttdistributors.com. The Equine Performance Center Opala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies with post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs. EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton with the Horse Talk Show here at the Pirellis Farm in Ocala, chatting to Pat and Linda. We've talked a little bit about how they met and growing up and how the program all started and uh, wonderful, interesting things. You can find out more at Pirelli.com, of course, and uh, you should be on the program yourself. Uh, it'll help you and your horse. But I'm going to start over here with Linda and uh, going to come up with maybe some fun stories, some interesting things that they've done that have happened. And uh, I know they both have them. So, Linda. Well, there's a million stories, really. Um, but there's one, I think, that is, is pretty funny. Um, I can't remember the year, but uh, many years ago, Pat was actually invited to go and do a performance for the Queen. And it was part of her Jubilee celebration or her birthday celebration mm -hmm. or something. Anyway, so um, the guy who was managing her um, livery was a Pirelli student and he came and watched us at one of our events on the East Coast somewhere and then approached us and said, you know, what do you think? I was like, uh, okay. And so uh, we went over there. We had to have all these background checks. Pat made sure his mother could come. And, and um, then when they were setting up the arena, they had all these chairs because they basically had all the king's horses and all the king's men and all their different, you know, kind of equestrian um, uh, troops. And then they had this um, kind of blue carpet that went over a little hump in the floor, and that was her chair. So it was like a little mini throne-looking thing. And a couple of others who were her closest people that would be next to her. And they said, where do you want to sit? And I said, I want to sit right behind the queen because I want to watch her reactions and responses to when Pat's doing all these amazing things with horses because they had a horse there that I think was really afraid of clippers and... Yeah, there was a few different things and it's like, I want to listen and I want to see her reactions because I wasn't actually in the performance. It was Pat and some of our instructors from England and Europe. Anyway, so um, being Australian, and I don't know if you said this in England, but in the old days, we used to have to link, lick stamps to put them on envelopes and the stamp was the Queen's head, uh -huh. right? It was Queen Elizabeth. And we always had this saying, if ever you're behind the queen, remember not to lick the back of her head. <laughs> so I'm sitting behind the queen and I see her perfect little like hair style. And I'm going, don't lick her head, don't lick her head, don't lick her head. <laughs> anyway, it was so funny. Anyway, then um, she was quite riveted, actually. And um, when she was then going to go, um, we gave her... Uh, one of Pat's books and Pat had signed it and then Pat gave it to me and, and said yes he has terrible handwriting and he gave it to me and I was just about I was just I think I had just signed it and the queen looks over my shoulder at his scribble and she goes oh is that how you write it's like <laughs> I got blamed for his bad handwriting <laughs> she's precious and a wonderful horsewoman oh, yeah. love the queen Pat your turn Oh, God, lots of good stories. Um, one of the fun ones was um, I was in um, Southern California, and this couple that came to several of my clinics and stuff, they were working for Tom Selleck. And so they came and said, would you be interested in helping Tom with his horsemanship? 
And I said, sure, you know, so, and at that time I was doing a lot of, uh, movie stars, Bruce Boxleitner and, um, just lots and lots of different celebrities and stuff like that. Alex Cord. Uh, anyway, so sure we do it. Well, he wanted me to help him get ready for the movie Quigley Down Under. And so we spent, uh, four days there and uh, my kids were little and they, they, they called him Magnum because it's Magnum PI. <laughs> right, right, right. They had every day tape for land. We would eat breakfast and lunch and dinner with them. And, and they'd, the kids would say, Magnum, is it right if I, you know, have some, another sandwich or something anyway. But, um, he was really, I was really amazed at what a great student he was, but he learned a lot about him. He was, a uh, one time before all of his fame, he, he was a law, a law student at UCLA and he was, uh, captain of the football team. And I think he was a quarterback and then somebody wanted to do a photo shoot of him. And then, well, then Marlboro found, saw that picture and then they, then he became the Marlboro man. And then, it, then just, it, it went off and, and while he was taking four days of intensive, I mean, we were riding eight, 10 hours a day and doing things with horses. Um, he, um, was also taking dog training lessons. He was, he was working on, uh, two different scripts for other, um, that movie plus other movies. He was writing a script and, you know, and, and, and tending to his family and all that sort of thing. Anyway, on and on. It was, it was all great. And, um, the thing that he wanted to learn most was how to lay a horse down and, and to get up. So I had my horses there and so I showed him and all that kind of stuff. And he was able to get on a horse and ride it up. But he asked me to, uh, if I would be interested to go over to Australia and be his double on that movie. And as tempting as it was, I couldn't do it because four months of, four months of stopping our business would have been, I would have, I, I would have had some credits on a movie and I would have been broke, right? And I'd already been there because I, I woke up one morning and I was broke and the horses had all the bucks. So I know, <laughs> I know, I know what, I know what that's like. So it didn't do it, but no, I really enjoyed my time. And, and of course, everybody said, what's he really like? He was an amazingly nice person. So that was a really great experience, um, working with him. And, and, uh, after, the, after that, he owned a restaurant in Hawaii, took his, uh, we went over to Hawaii and did some seminars over there and he, it was called the Black Pearl and. He took us to his restaurant, and for years we we stayed in touch and and uh, did several things together. So, you know, awesome. yeah. So that was that was a fun little story. So, how about President Reagan? Oh, okay. Well, I used to go be the a guest presenter at the uh, Ranchero Visitadores uh, ride, which is the first week in May out in California, and. I did a private, my first time I went, I did a private demonstration for President Reagan, Gene Autry, and Casey Tibbs. And those of you that don't know who Casey Tibbs was, he was on Life Magazine. He was a saddle bronc rider that was the piece de resistance. And they brought this four-year-old mare and that was half thoroughbred and half, not Mustang, but just range horse, uh, came out of a ranch up in uh, Northern California, up in a little place called Likely, which by, is by Alturas. Billy Floor and I brought this horse down because he was going to show everybody that these clinicians are just a bunch of phonies. And so he brought down a real horse. This mare was four years old, coming four years old, you know, 16 one hands. And I mean, was as wild, never had ever been touched. And as wild as a March hare. And she came off of a ranch that was so big, it took, later on became friends with Billy. We went, got into a Piper Cub, took us three hours to find the horses. And he had 300 horses there. That's how big this ranch was. It went across three state lines. It went across three state lines. So he brought the horse, and I ended up riding the horse, and and I rode it out in the uh, commissary area, out of the round pen, and I was out there riding along, and I had my um, carrot sticks, and I was going like that, and all of a sudden I went underneath this huge flag, and it had one of the, you know those big flags at the big uh, truck stop stuff, the biggest flag you can see. Well, I had one of those in a wind pop, made it pop, pop. When I went underneath it, and that mare bogged her head and bucked, and I got rid of them carrot sticks. And I'm telling you what, I was scratching for all I could. I don't. I was clawing, and didn't ever come off. But I rode her around there, bucking around there like that. And finally, she stopped bucking, and I just petted her a little bit, and and I just okay, took my hat off and kind of shoot her back around, went back in the round crowd. So President Reagan, I got a picture that uh, that's in my parents' house of him congratulating me later, and. And Gene Autry, and it was uh, about a year or so before he passed away. And then Casey Tibbs, uh, who was all of our heroes when we were when we were young rodeo 
um, enthusiast, he said that was the best horsemanship demonstration he'd ever seen. So I was pretty proud of that one. That's pretty amazing. Wow. Awesome stories. And I have to say, uh, my favorite president was Reagan. Who doesn't love the Queen? And when I first moved to America, I always watched Magnum P.I. And actually, he was my first crush in America. <laughs> the story behind the story. Incredible. Great stories with Linda and Pat Pirelli at their farm in Ocala. Uh, make sure you join us for the next one because we're going to talk a little bit about bucket list and accomplishments. What else could two legends accomplish? They've already reached a couple of hundred thousand people globally. Their program's the most successful uh, horse program for equestrians to learn how to think like a horse in the whole world. So what more could they do? You'll find out when you tune in with the Pirellis. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. What a great show this week. It's been awesome. Uh, thanks very much to DAC Vitamins and Minerals bringing us Mandy and Suzanne. Uh, we'll be back the same time next week. If you missed this and you want to listen, Saturday morning, uh, 7.30, Sky 97.3, and also radio.com worldwide. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around. Until next time.